And welcome to this week's episode of Just Talking, a podcast that contains, well, just talking. So for today's episode, I'm joined by the fabulous Lucia to talk about two really interesting topics that I feel are very current right now. So for the first section, we'll be talking about women's safety and what we can do to help. And then for the second section, we'll be talking about the curriculum effectiveness and whether what we actually learn as part of the curriculum affects and helps us in later life. I also wanted to mention as well that for some reason um, in this podcast episode and some of the previous episodes, my voice is like really tinny, almost like I'm on a bad phone call. Um, so apologies for that in advance. I'm going to try and get that sorted out. But my guest sounds good. So that's kind of what matters, I guess. So without further ado, here we go. Okay, and I'm here with Lucia. Say hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Honestly, I can't believe how dark it is outside right now. Like, I feel like we're getting into proper awesome winter time. I know, I kind of love it. I kind of hated summer this year. It was not good. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I mean, I had COVID in summer, so it was it was a very fun summer, totally. Yeah, I was supposed to go abroad, but that got cancelled. So oh, it was gosh. just, it was just not the best. Maybe next year though. Where were you going to go? I was going to go to Tenerife. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, no, that is so lovely there. Yeah. Oh, well, here's to hopefully, a, I say this, here's to another good year. But then we said that at the beginning of this year. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if I want to it. Oh, well, it's Christmas scene. Yeah, exactly. Can't wait for that countdown. Um, okay, so I guess this first topic we're going to start with um, is something that I feel like needs to be addressed. I know it's kind of come up a lot in the news recently, so this is quite a interesting topic to discuss. Um, and it'd just be interesting to kind of hear your opinion and then also my opinion on it. Um, and that is women's safety. So I guess the first question I want to ask you, Lucia, is do you feel safe when you're out alone? Uh, like no matter what time of day it is, day or night, do you feel safe alone, like walking down the street or going out somewhere? Um, so if it's just in my my little village where I live, I'm yeah. usually very comfortable um, because I know it like the back of my hand and I know most people who live here because I see them around and I'm just comfortable with it. But yeah, um, especially since starting college, and making a commute there and back to school every single day. Um, it's gotten a little bit trickier because I've I've had an incident on the train where I've been approached and it's been honestly terrifying. And I was oh, sitting God. on the train for like 10 minutes crying afterwards because I was by myself. Yeah. And it was just like, it was just, it was not a good experience. So, so, so someone just like randomly come up to you and start talking to you then? <laughs> yeah, so um, I was just on the train to yeah. France um, and I was just on Snapchat as you as you are. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I hear a voice shouting behind me saying like, oh yeah, I see you on Snapchat in like the scary roadman accent. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh God, right, okay. So five minutes goes past and this guy comes up to me and he's just like you're right gorgeous and like just saying all these weird things and stuff Um, and I don't really give it any attention because I'm just like yeah it's just a stupid boy um but then a few minutes later 
like he brings back six other of his friends and oh there's just like a massive group of them just like right next to me who's just sitting by myself on the train my yeah. time business um and they're asking me for my snap and um saying if I want to like come with them and stuff like that um and it was just like totally unexpected and I didn't really know what to say um Jesus but... I mean, that sounds like horrible like honestly like you you go on like a normal commute you do a train journey that you do most days don't think anything of it and then suddenly for something like that to happen to you it's just like it's honestly it's like just just to be provoked like that and expect it out of nowhere it must be a horrible feeling yeah it really was and especially because I was alone I think if I was with even just one other person it would have been better yeah um but yeah, because that's just never happened to me before. Yeah, um, so it's like a new experience almost. Yeah, and I was completely like in shock. I didn't know what to say. Mm. Um, so I ended up being like, oh, yeah, I have a boyfriend because... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I don't think they'd be asking for my snap if they knew that I had yeah, a boyfriend. Yeah, no, it's the first sort of thing that comes to your mind, yeah. Yeah, so afterwards I called one of my friends. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> this is not good. I want to cry. I want to go home um but yeah so I was I was just a little bit taken back by that but yeah so that's probably been one of my worst experiences Jesus yeah and and the sad thing and the sort of reality of the situation is is that it's not uncommon for that to happen like Mm. uh, the amount of people that I've spoken to our age who have you said oh yeah I got targeted on the bus by someone or I was walking home alone one day and there's this man sort of following me and like it's interesting to think about it because obviously as a as a male myself I wouldn't think anything of it walking home by myself I think okay you know just going from A to B you know no matter what time of day it is then I can't imagine what it must be like for a, a young girl or woman just like walking home and thinking right okay is anyone behind me you know am I safe do I look so and so and it's just like I can't imagine that sort of thought process because I'm not really in a situation where I have to think like that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's difficult because I, so my mindset now is that I don't feel safe being alone Mm. like any time of the day, uh, like other than if it's on my road. And even then, like if it's after when it gets dark, then I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not going out unless I'm with someone else or I'm in the car. Um, But now I kind of feel like if I'm going out, then I kind of want, just someone else with me or like if I'm going to London or something then I want to take my dad or something like that because I know then if I'm with like an adult or just literally anyone else Mm. it's like less likely that I'll be targeted oh definitely but it's just it's a sad thing really that you have to kind of manipulate your life around this whole sort of idea of being you know targeted by someone because it's like you know you you have to think right I don't want I'm not going to go out alone I'm not going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And that's all because of this sort of fear that you have, which is not your fault. It's because of what society is like, you know, turned into that young girls have to be afraid about where they're going all the time. It's like, it's so unfortunate because I'd go out by myself and do whatever and not think anything of it. Yet you're here saying that you wouldn't feel comfortable doing it alone. It's just like, I feel so bad that people have to change and manipulate their lifestyles just to accommodate for something that's like so horrific and shouldn't even happen. I know it's I find it quite like shocking because it's just like I've only just started taking the train by myself like this year because 
then for the past two years we've been in COVID and then I've been like too young sort of yeah because I'm quite young for my age um but to have something like that happen to me it's just kind of put really sort of everything in a different perspective it's just like right do I need to get things to protect myself do I need to have someone on like speed dial at all times which is horrible because I don't want to do that I don't want to have someone to have to depend on Mm. when I'm out because that's just like it's kind of like an anchor like you can't really be free if you have to do that Um, but It's, it's like that fine balance between how do I protect myself or to the point where am I being too paranoid about everything it's like you've got to try and find that balance but it's like hard to yeah and then if you if you are being too paranoid um then you'll get also mocked by that as well it's yeah. just like you'll get um remarks being like oh like that never happens like you're just making stuff up you know you're just being like unnecessarily paranoid and stuff like that but I'm not like no. it, it happens to people every single day and it's horrible which exactly. is why like I just find like people who say people other girls are paranoid just crazy because they will never or it's a lot uh, it's a lot more unlikely um that like someone like you like a guy will ever be approached in yeah. that sort of way I mean definitely I mean my whole life really me particularly I've been told oh Jacob you'll be fine because you're a boy for one but then you're also really tall so someone wouldn't have come up to someone who's tall because they think I'm intimidating but if you know me literally could not hurt a fly can't do anything like that so it's it's good (laughs) that I kind of look like that but like it's just again it's like I'm lucky I guess but then it's like why do I have to be lucky why are we even Mm. in this situation at all and I feel Mm. like worth mentioning that like I remember I was talking to my mum the other day and she got like wolf whistled and there was like you know cat people get cat called I remember one of my Mm. best friends um uh, the other day texted me saying that she got cat called by someone and it's like little things like that it's not like someone's like stalking to you or like what happened to you where someone actually went up and spoke to you but it's like a little thing like that it kind of puts you off guard for a minute and it's like why do people have to do that why is that necessary yeah and on this was in July um but me and my friend were just walking to the train station and we were going to our school's year 11 leavers assembly so it was meant to be a really nice day a nice celebration seeing all of our friends for like one of the last times um as a whole group um and literally walking down one road we got catcalled probably about three times and we got stared at so many times um and it was just horrible because we were literally in our school uniform Mm. like that's it's something that we have to wear to yeah. go to school. Like, it's not like we've chosen to wear it and it could come across as a little bit risky, which it shouldn't be in the first place because mm. it doesn't matter what you wear. Exactly. Um, but in your school uniform, it's it, like a kilt and a shirt and a jumper and a blazer. Like that shouldn't be provoking at all. But not it's just really surprising that it is. And the, yeah. way, the amount of stares that we got and the catcalls that we got, it was just horrible. It's just funny that you mentioned about the clothing because that's one of the points that I've written down is that do you feel um, when you're like, obviously this was uniform, which is just, it, that's crazy to me. I don't know why someone would catcall for that. But like when you're going out to something and you're like, think about what you're going to wear, do you in your back of your mind think, 
oh, is this going to make me look a certain way that might, you know, provoke someone to say something? Do you think like that? Or after the whole situation that you've had recently on the train, do you think you will fit, you will think more like that in the future? Um, Honestly, yeah, I do, which is horrible because it, it's not until like this year, until we started college that I started thinking about it because I, my school, my secondary school was an all-girls school. Mm. Um, and so I could roll out of bed in the morning looking like a zombie and like literally no one would care. But um, from other friends and what they've said, it's quite a bit different when you go to a mixed school. Like you get, um, like you just get looked at and you get judged more. Um, And so from that, I'm a bit more wary. Like, oh, is that really, like, is that really appropriate? Like, could something happen if I'd be wearing that? Yeah, but that's the Um, thing. It's like, it's not, it's not inappropriate. Like there's a, there's a line that people need to start making between something being inappropriate like they shouldn't wear it and something being inappropriate because they feel like they're going to get commented on it it's like it's so annoying that people have to feel like what they're wearing is inappropriate to society when it's just like a general thing that they want to wear because they enjoy wearing it it's like it's just so unfair yeah like I mean there's a certain when it comes to college you have to be you know respectful Mm. um, and not come in in a literal bikini because that, <laughs> yeah. you know you don't do that when you go to school um but say if I was going to the pool and I was like yeah I want to wear a bikini then I should be comfortable wearing a bikini um <clears throat> but I like in like recent times I've just not felt that way I'm just like okay maybe I should cover up more um and I just it's weird because I never used to think like that like when I was younger I'd be like yay like you know have my whole like stomach out and stuff when I was like six because yeah. I just didn't didn't care and didn't know like all the dangers that might come with that it's just yeah it's a shame that that's kind of like almost modern day growing up now it's like you live um your life when you're younger so kind of everything going over the top of your head and you're like you don't think twice about it if you see something you like and you want to wear it you wear it you don't think anything of it but nowadays like you say with college it's kind of like that expectation to wear something obviously like you say not like a bikini or anything but it's that kind of expectation to wear a certain style of clothing but then mm-hmm. again that could come and uh, come back to bite you and then end up with you getting like cat called or wolf whistling it's just this sort of vicious circle really um yeah and I feel like I want to say as a male I want to say that I think it's so important for us boys to actually start respecting how like young girls feel like mm-hmm. I feel like any people our age that think it's acceptable to wolf whistle or catcall should really reassess their way of thinking because it doesn't it's not effective at all in being romantic like I think no. that's probably the worst thing you could do to someone if you're trying to like hit on them or whatever mm-hmm. but then also, it's just like little things. Like if a, a a young woman's walking in front of you when you're by yourself, and a woman's walking in front of you, don't walk behind them because they could easily be thinking, "Oh my god, that's a man coming to like I don't know, talk to me or whatever." And it's like the most respectful thing to do. And what I've started doing is just walk on the other side of the road because it makes them feel better, and then you feel better thinking I've made them feel better. It's just like little adaptations to our lives as males that I think we should do that could probably help you guys feel a lot more safer. Like, would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. Or like, even if you don't cross the road, just like wait a bit and then just keep your distance. 
like especially when it gets like darker when it's Mm. like lighter it's um it's I think it's less of a problem for me personally yeah because I know that there's so many people around I can literally go and knock on anyone's door if I feel unsafe and be like you know what I think I'm being followed but especially at night time um I think that's probably the most scary time for for us um but yeah I like thank you so much for thinking about that because (laughs) I I know I know no one who um would have done that or like like tells me that they do that I think it's the least that us guys should do for women if that makes them feel safer and like honestly if it would mean that me walking on the other side of the road behind you, if obviously if we didn't know each other, if that made you feel safer and then kind of lessened that thought in your mind that you have to feel so on edge all the time and it made you feel more relaxed in life and it meant that that one little action made you want to live your life more freely, like why wouldn't you do it? I don't understand why you wouldn't help someone out like that because like you say, you don't want to slip into this sort of pool of paranoia where you're like am I being followed you know what am I wearing blah 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 and if us guys can just help and stop eliminating that obviously we can't control the sort of older generations and the older people who are kind of stuck in their old ways I mean you know we can't do anything about that but us kind of youngins who are kind of growing up in this sort of modern society where you look at things that like and people like that who have you know been like in horrible situations because of instances like this if we can do just a little thing to help young women why shouldn't you do it it's just like that sort of whole small act of kindness stuff you hear about yeah and I just think that it's it's like a big thing for women but I just think for everyone like if um if you feel that someone's getting too close to you and it's making you uncomfortable you have every right to like go and cross the road or call someone be like I don't feel safe um because you know it's also that thing of just like common sense give people their personal space yeah like, don't sit right next to them on the train and stare at them for the whole journey yeah that would make me feel uncomfortable yeah and I think if that happened to boys then they'd fully understand mm. like what what we kind of think about on a day-to-day basis a hundred percent I feel like it's that kind of weird comparison I know this kind of like could be taken out of context but it's kind of like the whole like racism like I feel like if you haven't had racism and racist abuse thrown at you you'll never understand it and it's like that same sort of thing in a different way obviously because like us boys not being targeted in the same ways that you girls are we'll never understand it but like you say if someone was like staring at you regardless of who you are it's like whoa that's creepy but like you say that you have to kind of think and deal with that all the time it's just unfortunate yeah it is really sad but you know you just have to not let it control your whole life because otherwise you're just going to ruin like your your own time for yourself and Mm -hmm. no one wants that um but you just kind of have to be careful but you know just don't like what I tell myself is not everyone is out to get you Mm -hmm. like I I'm not the only girl in the world and I'm not the only person who might feel unsafe at any one particular time so not everyone is out to get me and I just keep that in my head but I just like stay wary um and I just feel like if you need to call someone call someone if you need to move away move away that's probably what I should have done 
mm. on, on that train journey. Yeah, but then your whole thought process just goes when it happens to you, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I've been in a situation like that where you've kind of been mentally prepared for something and as soon as it happens, boom, everything goes out the window and you're like frozen on the spot. What the hell do you do? So like, I completely sympathise with your way of thinking yeah. of like saying about like your boyfriend or something because it's the first thing that comes to your mind. Like, don't feel like you should have thought, oh, you know, shit, I should have moved away or something because... Like, if anyone was in your situation, I'm sure they would have reacted the same way. Yeah. And I just think if I just got up and left, that might have been better. Just, like, left the situation. But um, just before they were getting off the train, um, they were literally, to the whole carriage, just basically objectifying me. Mm. Um, and saying how, oh, yeah, we need to buy her some new, like, shoes because to make her look really good, like, stuff like that. And I just was sitting there on the verge of tears, like, oh, my gosh. And then they said, said, oh, yeah, we'll get her next time. So so that that really tipped, like, tipped tipped over like I was just like oh my gosh that Um, fuels that fuels your paranoia like the whole idea of I'll get you next time it's like oh my god when will next time be then you start that whole thought process yeah and like no matter if you say oh yeah I've got a boyfriend even when you don't Mm. or like um no you can't have my snapchat I don't have snapchat or whatever yeah yeah yeah. like, like no matter what you say them saying something like oh we'll get her next time is just the scariest thing in the entire world because then you feel like you're always being targeted. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's just so unsettling. And that fully put me in a mood. And I just felt so unhappy for like the next two days because I was like, what if, what if they find me again? What if they yeah. come to me? Um, it, it was just really unsettling. It's such yeah. a, it's such a horror thing, but. Yeah, I guess that kind of brings us to the end of this topic. I mean, hopefully we've uh, both me and Lucia have kind of given our different uh, viewpoints and opinions on things. And hopefully this podcast has kind of like helped you think differently about it, especially like the male audience. I hope you guys kind of consider now maybe different little aspects of your life just to benefit everyone like regardless of gender I think it just benefits everyone that we can all be sort of street smart if you will and just yeah let everyone just live their goddamn life because we only live once hey exactly (laughs) right well thank you very much and I will see you in the next section see you in the next section Okay, and we're back, still here with Lucia. Hey. Oh my god, literally, we've just been talking for about 20 minutes before filming this section about, like, random things, but it was so funny. (laughs) Completely lost track of time. Oh well, it was a good conversation, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was. Well, on to this conversation, um, which is something that probably all of us can relate to, and probably, like, that night before an exam we thought shit why do we have to do exams why are we in this situation so I feel like we can all kind of relate to this topic and that's kind of like the effectiveness of the curriculum and kind of like what we're doing in education is it actually beneficial to us in kind of later life so again kind of like an introductory question to you Lucia I want to ask do you prefer exams or do you prefer more practical stuff Okay, well, I, that's a very short and sweet answer. Um, I cannot do exams, full stop. <laughs> like, I have never been able to do it. And I don't, I just don't know why. Like, I cannot sit at my desk for 
four or five hours after school revising to go into an exam that I literally like I just couldn't care less about yeah it's like I want to I want to get good only because I know that other people are going to ask me what I get um and I don't want to be like oh two percent um and just like look so stupid yeah I just find it so difficult and I just don't really understand why we do it so yeah that's what I mean that's why I picked a a BTEC course for A-levels because it's continuous assessment and it means that I have no big exam at the end of the year um which I have to revise like crazy for because I 100 and 110% will um like completely fail it if I had to do that Um, yeah it's guaranteed um so that I'm that's why I'm happy that we didn't do proper exams this year because if we did then I don't think I would have passed many yeah I mean I think it just I think a lot of people get bogged down and think if we have trouble doing exams it means that I'm not smart I feel like that's mm-hmm. not at all it I think if some people are just more suited to exams and like the idea of being put under pressure I mean sorry to those people cannot relate um no but, <laughs> but like I understand why people like kind of are like that and want to be pressured to like you know they're they're excited that they know so much about a certain subjects and just kind of want to be tested on it but then there's obviously other people like yourself who would rather do something much more practical and show off their uh, ability. Like, for example, with you taking performing as a BTEC, um, you just kind of want to show the skill that you are born to do. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you get examined on that, you're going to be better off than writing a 500 word essay about whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just it, I don't intelligence so much like for some people it does and some people you know need to uh, go down a certain pathway and that's all right like you know there's no uh, disrespect on anything of that but I feel like when people think oh I'm not suited for exams I don't think people should doubt that they're not intelligent it's just a different way of showing it I guess yeah and that's why I think like um the this GCSE system is like completely flawed because no one has the exact same way of like being comfortable and like exceed like exceeding in being tested like no one um is going to be the same as me and no. not going to be the same as you like some people like some people in my family really really thrive it um in like uh high pressure situations yeah um, like me compared to my sister like from a young age my sister would always ask my family to give her spelling tests or times table tests just so that she could show how much she knows and stuff but I would always like really feel uncomfortable doing that because I just I can't be put under pressure like that I have to like work towards something and be assessed throughout because that means they can see where I've started and then where I've gotten to and make a judgment like that yeah but like uh, yeah I think it's just definitely the way that you said it of that there's not one set way of being assessed for everyone because like I said some people will prefer the exam sort of way of being in timed conditions sitting down kind of being pressurized to you know like say what you know really and then there's other people that will prefer stuff more practical like I don't know like an apprenticeship degree or something like that where it's more hands-on and I feel like that kind of really begs the question of this topic is that are the subjects that we kind of learn in school and, you know, that we do, we put all this effort into, are they actually useful 
and benefit us in life like what we learn in school and little things like that do they actually amount to something in later life so do you have any like points on that that you want to discuss yeah so I think a lot of them are like you've got your English and your maths which are obviously very important to show that you have some sort of understanding of just basic um kind of knowledge so you've got your Shakespeare and stuff it just gives you I think more of a worldly view and Mm -hmm. when you go into the real world they can be like oh they they know their Shakespeare and they can make analytical decisions on um how they perceive something and how they believe that it's there to be taught or written or whatever yeah um but a lot of the things like in science I will really I I highly doubt that I will ever use 99.999 recurring um (laughs) stuff that I've had to learn in GCSE science like when we did a topic in chemistry about calculations and different um like moles and oh I I I spent months trying to wrap my head around it because I'm not a maths person yeah um and I got so much stress and lost sleep over something that I will never use in my later life Um, so relatable and other than showing that I am somewhat competent like that that is just not helpful and you can show that you're somewhat confident in so many other ways um like I complained about it so much but I think languages are probably more important than sciences and that's quite controversial but if you're able to understand a different culture and learn about a different culture um to yours um rather than learning that um like if you mix like sulfur and oxygen together that will give you some sort of crazy beneficial yeah I just think that it gives you a much better and a much wider insight on the world and you'll be able to use your skills that you've learned in French or Spanish or whatever um in your later life Mm. and I feel like what you say is interesting because obviously like you say it could be very subjective like if someone came up to us and said right you're not allowed to do performing anymore like it's just it's useless like why would you want to do that I mean like come on it's it's not a proper job like we'd freak out we'd be like uh excuse me hello what are you saying like that's our lives so Mm. it's kind of like I understand where people are like oh yeah but science is shit like we don't need to learn that because that might be someone's like whole career path but then Mm -hmm. I think an argument to that is why is science compulsory and performing arts isn't and it's like Mm -hmm. I'm not saying performing arts should be compulsory I mean however much I'm a you know fluent actor and I'd love everyone to star in a Shakespeare play at least once in their life you know it's like I I wouldn't want to enforce that onto someone it's Mm -hmm. like you know if science I feel like should be if they're really so keen in this curriculum if they're so keen on us learning some sort of science like just make us choose one of the three sciences that we feel a little bit more you, you know kind of leaning towards rather than making us do all three which like you say will probably amount for most people will amount to nothing in later life when like you say could we could be learning something much more beneficial like a language that if you know we ever go traveling in life which most people do 
then that's going to be much more useful than, you know, moles and quantum mechanics and what else not. Yeah, and I'm I'm very, very grateful to my school because they have a policy where in GCSEs they force you to do a language and they force you to do either history or geography. Um, and I think, although in some sort of way, I don't think it's fair to force um, a 13-year-old to do, like, two subjects, which they might not even like you know want to go into or want to pursue I think doing history or geography and French or Spanish um it's just more helpful like with Mm. my history um I've found I, I mean I've always loved history um and you can see that in my grade because I was for GCSEs because I was just so passionate about it yeah um but I think if you compare that with um my science grades they were they were all right they weren't you know two nines um yeah but they'll never they won't be as good as your history would be yeah because I'm just not passionate about it and I know that I was never ever gonna go into some sort of scientific job yeah Um, so I feel like instead of having to do that picked one and um we could have spent more time learning about you know world problems or like um things that are going on in different countries um that we would have to just go home and just listen to the news mm-hmm. um but you know when we're doing three sciences and all of our other subjects and constantly trying to revise for these exams that really don't like make or break you we don't have time to listen to the news and we don't have time to do like um extra like like learning to yeah uh, widen <laughs> widen our like worldly views and so I didn't really understand politics until like year nine and I still don't um <laughs> because well, we're just personal, not my personal opinion on that would be to just completely get rid of citizenship and religious studies exams and just mm. have them as kind of integrated parts of the school. Like you just learn about, like you say, current affairs and citizenship and stuff, but then not be expected to take an exam on it. And the same with religion. Like I don't understand why you have to take an exam on religion when it's just as good and effective to learn about religion. Because again, in that sense, you're feeling more of a community because if you understand someone else's religion, then that's you know better for everyone really. It makes everyone feel a lot more accepted. I just then don't understand why you've got to put us lot through the pressure of going through a religious studies exam or a citizenship exam when we're going to benefit more from the information you tell us than an exam grade on it, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, and I feel like exams give such a sense of there is a right and a wrong mm. when in in the workplace and in later on in, in life, there's there's not just a wrong and just a right like it's you have to make difficult decisions because it's not like maths where it's just like that is the answer or that is not the answer you have to actually be with people and you have to talk about your ideas and you have to come up with a way that um say if you were trying to pitch an idea for an advertisement company um you have to come up with an idea as a group that would like benefit everyone um and saying 
that oh yeah I have a I have a nine in English is it's really it's not helpful in that point like the only thing that is helpful in that point is communication skills and um, knowledge of that subject and being able to pass on your ideas and work as a group which I don't think we have enough of in schools because it's all like you have to focus on your exams and not you know strengthening your brain and your views on like where the world you live in Mm. I think the best thing that I've been told in my life which I was told by one of my teachers at my school about a year ago is it's not about what you learn it's about how you learn it and I think Mm -hmm. that's such an important thing it's like it doesn't come down to you know whatever English text you study or you know what science thing you do it's how you do it if you do teamwork through doing something if you do a research task it's those things and those skills that you acquire from those subjects that will then go on to help later life like you say not so much the science and whatever like quantum mechanics or moles or whatever it be if that's not your path it's not going to help you but maybe the skills that you learn in the research and forcing yourself to try and learn something that sort of mentality and way of thinking will be so useful in later life when you come across challenges because obviously in life you come across challenges us a lot now we've come through so many challenges this bloody damn past year has been a challenge and so like I feel like the skills that we acquire from the subjects we take are probably much more better than actually what we learn from the subjects Mm -hmm. do you agree in in that way yeah I agree I think there's like that like honestly you couldn't have put it better I think how you learn things is a lot better and it it gives you a lot more to go off of when you go out into the real world um other than just a a piece of paper and a certificate Mm. saying that you got um this many marks on a random test that you did in the summer like 10 years ago like that is just really not going to help you and if you if you look back the last set of actual exams formal exams that we did were sats in your <laughs> and and my sats grades were appalling oh my god yeah just imagine if the whole world falls apart and like for the next three years or something and then all, we can't go to uni because of I don't know covid 35 or something and then when you go <laughs> and apply to a job you're like here are my sats grades and there's just crap because we were like in year six and they're like no we won't hire you it's like oh my god you know it's just oh it's mad when you put it like that yeah it's like why are you getting 10 year olds to sit exams that um I mean they obviously didn't realize that we were going to have COVID-19 and you know everything like lockdowns and stuff yeah the past two years but those are the last exams we've done that was what like nearly six years ago now Um, and we've we've not done any other exams to show like our you know academic skill but yet we've still gotten into college and we've gotten into the subjects that we want to do yeah I was just about to say that it just proves doesn't it that exams aren't the only way yeah because I was when I found out that it was gonna be a like a more holistic grade throughout your whole of your GCSE learning period so from like year nine to year 11 Mm -hmm. I was I was actually really happy because I was just like right great my teachers like me I try hard in lessons I do all my homework um the only thing holding me back 
was just my exam technique like I know the stuff like I can recite to you every single thing that happened at the Battle of Hastings and I did for a month straight at the dinner table every single night Um, (laughs) when it came to the exams on those certain subjects I'd freeze and I wouldn't know how to do it yeah that's just not the way my brain processes exactly it's finding the right way for you to channel that information that you know yeah so with the holistic grade I have been able to get into the college that I've really wanted to get into Mm. um, and hopefully that will get me further in life and get me to the university that I want to go to well that just kind of just brings us really full circle like you say about it it doesn't boil down to if you're not good at exams it means you're not intelligent that's not true at all it's just finding that way to channel the information because everyone here can be good at picking up information like some people struggle with it but it doesn't mean you can't do it and like you say you talk about the battle uh, the battle of hastings and you can recite it at the dinner table but then when it comes down to actually writing it in an exam you might find that difficult mm-hmm. okay because it's just not the correct way to channel it for you it might work for someone else but it might not work for you and it's just like i feel like our curriculum and especially the things like coursework and how prominent they used to be in the sort of courses, that whole way of looking at things needs to be brought back. And I feel like this whole past few years and the ways that we've had to adapt to the different exams and like you say, how the grades have been manipulated on teacher basis and things like that, ways and stuff that we weren't expecting, does that not prove to the government and the people that are in charge of the curriculum that One, we learn an awful lot of stuff that we don't really need to learn. And two, there are better ways of grading us and helping us move to the next stages of our lives. Yeah, and I think I personally, I mean, I find this really boring, but like I'd much rather learn about um, how to get a mortgage, how to buy a house, how to keep your house um, and budgeting and stuff like that because I know nothing and um, that that is what really scares me and this is another thing like there are some things in school which I think are really important like all although I hate maths and I've never really been good at it I think that is a good skill to have to sort of be able to understand you know your numbers um, and be able to know the time and and what um what deal is better than the other if you want 10 oranges for 60p or 10 oranges for I don't even know yeah um, yeah it's little things but, like that yeah but I think so I think that is really important um and yeah so I just think that rather than um giving us lots of information to put down on a piece of paper that we're never going to use again or we're never going to see that piece of paper again um I think that they should incorporate more um more lessons and more subjects about what you're going to need when you actually leave school leave university or go to university and you have to pay for your own house you have to pay for your food because Mm -hmm. your mum and dad's not going to pay for your food for the rest of your life no because they're not going to be around for the rest of your life like that sounds really morbid but it's true it's the truth it's a hundred yeah and like we're scary but I know none of this stuff and that's it's just really you know off-putting to kind of know that I will be going out into the real world having 
three A levels in performing arts um, and not know how to, you know, get get food and not waste all my money on it. Yeah. Well, I definitely think the kind of concluding statement really to make is that everyone learns different. No one person learns the same way and no one person likes the same exact interests. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I know you because we have a passion in performing arts at the college, but there's not going to be that one person that has the exact same qualities and likes and wishes for their future as you and that's great that's all you want is independence so when it comes down to that aspect of the curriculum and some people you know dissing languages but other people want to learn languages or dissing politics but other people want to learn politics and law and whatnot like it's each their own but then it all just comes down to those fundamental skills that no matter who you are no matter what interests you have you need to know it and like you say about the mortgage and you know finances and setting up your livelihood it's like if you want to live your best life you need to know how to survive really putting it you know bluntly so I feel like that's something that the curriculum needs to achieve to benefit all of us no matter what our interests are to show us what we need to do moving into adulthood, you know, now that we're 16, 17, and thinking about not just our educational and interest in future, but also our livelihoods um, as a result of our future. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't have put it better. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess that kind of brings us to the end of this topic. Thank you very much, Lucia, for joining me. It's been an amazing conversation for both topics. Thank you. (laughs) I've loved being on it. Yeah, it's great. You're definitely someone who was born to talk about their, you know, passions and stuff. I said this to you before we started filming, but if the performing arts pathway ever goes off, you could be like a debater or like podcaster yourself. I would not blame you. Yeah, that's where that's where my waffling skills comes in handy. <laughs> I love that. I can relate to that. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode. I know this is the first episode where there's kind of been a two week gap. Um, unfortunately, that's going to be consistent because um, both me and Lucia can relate to this sort of stressful college life that we're kind of going uh, through where everything's a bit full on. So, yeah, do excuse that. And, you know, hopefully this will be kind of a recurring bi weekly podcast. Um, I've got some exciting stuff coming up, so make sure to stay tuned. Um, so my Instagram handle is underscore just talking podcast underscore at the end again. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. Um, listen to the others if you haven't already. And also like DM me or something if you have any like feedback about the episodes, what you like, what you didn't like. Um, and also like what you want to hear. I know there's a new sort of like questionnaire feature in this Anchor app that I use. So I'm definitely going to try and test that out to see if you guys want to hear anything in particular from this podcast, kind of the whole point being from the perspective of a student. So, yeah. So thank you guys very much and hope you have a nice rest of your day. Bye.